choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. What up, what up, what up? I'm back. This is Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Podcast, episode 170. Told y'all last week I was thinking about changing the name. That's the name I was thinking about. And um, y'all added me and, and said the same thing. So, boom, it's a go. Because the name really radio is Kel's Podcast. Um, all right. So, this ain't going to be this long this week because it was so much drama and, and, and mess last week and not so much this week. Um, so, yeah, here we go. And once again, um, yours in gratitude is going out to Rihanna for her uh, shit. Sorry, I should have had it queued up. For her, um, I think it's Allure, yes. For her Allure magazine uh, spread leading up to R9, whatever it's going to be called. I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess I could also give it to her for the Fenty Fashion Show. That shit was low-key dope. Um, Slick Woods went into uh, labor after she walked on the runway. Um, imagine that story you could tell your kid. It started out, It was a little, I mean, it was late. Um, I rushed off here last week. I kind of had a, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be late because all her, all her fashion shows start late, but been my luck, I would have counted on it being late and started right on time. But anyway, it's supposed to start at 730, came up at 815 and it was really good. You know, I liked it. Um, and she's just the shit and her lore shit was, was, was just, the girl's just beautiful. Like she took a picture that's like the front cam picture, you know, that shit, that's the worst angle ever, but she look gorgeous as ever so um shout out to Rihanna my babe my queen I can't wait till R9 comes out I know it's gonna be excellent cause she herself I, I, I actually I don't know we'll see she herself said she gotta get it perfect I have a feeling that it's already done cause I follow a lot of her people and they've been tweeting about it but um I, I can't wait shout out to uh yours and negative to Robin Fenty taking over the world Alright, so let's move on to current events. So, um, this shooting in Dallas with, um, Botham Jean, I think his name is. So, that shooting, um, hits kind of close to home because as I was re- well, when I first, when the, when the story first came across the timeline, I, before, without knowing anything about any of the parties, I didn't believe that shit. When they said, person was actually thought they were in their apartment I it's no way in the world like I don't know anybody in the world drunk or otherwise who goes to climb stairs to the wrong apartment like I you know you be if anything you be passed out in the yard or up against somebody's door on the first floor or just up in front of a completely wrong building once again on the first floor I don't know anybody who goes to the wrong floor thinking it's their apartment so I already knew that shit was a lie then, as I read the story, I found out that the guy who was shot and killed worked at PwC. PwC is my former employee. I worked at PwC for two and a half years. Um, for those who are not familiar, there are um, four elite accounting and professional services firms. They call them the big four. It used to be five. One of them went bankrupt. 
Um, they are PWC, Deloitte, Ernst & Young, and KPMG. Those are the big four. Those are the elite accounting. If you're an accountant or any kind of professional person with, like, any kind of professional credentials, um, those are the holy grails to be hired at because they are the if – you, if you have that on your resume, like, you are just a hot commodity because everybody wants that experience because it's basically – a consulting firm where you basically we you know go out and depending different companies need help they need help with their accounting they need help with their regulations they you know they got fined whatever the case my side I worked in I worked in risk and compliance on the legal side so we would go in people would get into trouble for you know not doing the proper due diligence or not you know you, when y'all read these big headlines about so and so bank got fined seven hundred thirty five billion dollars or whatever it is for money laundering or so today just today Donska Bank CEO resigned because of a two hundred forty three million dollar I think it was a million dollar money laundering scandal that's those are those events are what. PWC comes in for because what happens is they'll end up pleading out or whatever or make a what's called a consent order where in lieu of criminal charges or whatever they're going to do they'll they'll take these fines and they consent to monitoring and then usually they'll say okay well you have to have a, a big four firm come in and get set you straight basically so that's what these firms do and the I mean and the most elite of these four firms is PWC so PwC is like the Harvard. Uh, as y'all know, they're the ones that fucked up the Oscars. By the way, <laughs> they're the ones that do the fucking the the, the um, voting and Italian and all that. They're they're the Harvard of the Big Four. Um, so when I found out he worked at PwC, I was like, oh, they're gonna have a hard time painting this guy as a thug. They're trying, but they're gonna have a hard time. And a, one of the directors that I worked on a project with, we out in Minneapolis, um, knows him worked for him and out of the Dallas office cuz Pete the way it works is like you have different offices so I worked out of New York office you can work out of you know Dallas wherever and y'all just go on projects from wherever so this director was out of the Dallas office I worked with her um in on a project in Minneapolis and when you go on LinkedIn I mean I have a lot of you know colleagues that I'm attached to from LinkedIn I mean PWC the company has hashtags for him so that's, I mean, that's a huge, PWC is, is a is a big dog, and they have hashtags for him, so, you know, everybody's talking about they work with him, he was great, oh my god, I can't believe this, hashtag justice, a, a, a corporation, I'm not talking about just people, the people are hashtagging the hashtags from the corporation, so those are, those are corporate sponsored hashtags, that's how PWC works, they be like, yo, put this out, use this hashtag, use that, so PWC as a corporation has put these hashtags out and supported this guy, so, um, this, they, what they doing with the search warrant, they're trying to say he got weed and all that, I'm not trying to be naive, cause we know, you know, these motherfuckers be caught on, on camera, and still don't go to jail, but this is different, because, as I, I think I told y'all, I, I don't know, it was a, a while ago, some other case occurred, and there is one thing in America that is pretty much a hard line, that even like the most racist of racists, the most retarded of retarded, the most dumb of the dumb, kind of understands and kind of draws the line, and that is property. That is somebody stepping onto your property, coming into your property, trespassing on your property, anything that has to do with it. It's called the castle, it's the legal term, it's called the castle doctrine. And basically what it says is if you, when you are in your home, like, you know, usually 
what they tell you is, if, if you get into an altercation, you know, a fight or whatever, it, you, you have a duty to flee, like, you have a duty to try to defuse or get away if you can, right? That's why the George Zimmerman case is bullshit, because people were like, you weren't trapped, you chased him, you forced that, conf- that confrontation, you didn't have to be in that conversation. Well, people said, the, the legal concept, and this is the oldest time, says that if you are in your home, your back is considered to the wall, and you do not have to flee. You can do whatever you have to do to protect yourself and the people within your home. Not to protect your home, not to protect your property. But if somebody's in your house, they're threatening your life. It's not about your property at that point. You're in my house. You're in my private place of safety. So you are here, as far as I'm concerned, to threaten my life and the life of my family. And you are allowed to do whatever you want to that person to get them out. And that is big, that is a hard fast rule that most people draw the line. You, you cannot come up into somebody's house and kill them. Police officer or not. So, you know, that's why you hear these stories about, you know, somebody shot somebody maybe in the yard and they drag them up the steps so it looked like they was I mean the stories because that is just a rule. When you are on somebody's property, you are trespassing and if they shoot you, People be like, well, he was on their property. You know what I mean? So so that's already a huge hurdle to, to, to get over. The fact that she walked into his apartment, whether she thought it was hers or not, which I don't think anybody believes, but whether you thought it was yours or not, the fact that it wasn't, it was his, and you came into you crossed his threshold and shot him. So that's a huge hurdle, number one. Plus all the lies you told, number two. Um, plus this noise complaint, they say that she was in the apartment just below his and filed a noise complaint, so what I think occurred is, and, and so, I don't know if you guys all know this, so this apartment building is from all descriptions, a very high-end luxury apartment building, and this, what those apartment buildings will do a lot of times is because they want police presence and to sell the place to other people as a secure, you know, safe environment, they'll have a police officer or, or police officers living in the complex, having their marked car in the complex, you know, that kind of gives a, a air of safety, like, okay, there's cop cars in the parking lot, this is a safe place, and what they'll do is, they'll offer those cops reduced rent to, to live there, like, okay, we'll let you live here because they can't afford, because they can't afford the rent that the, the other patrons in the building can, because cops don't get paid like that, but they'll offer them a reduced rent to live into the building, to have that, that police presence, so that's what she probably was, because this building, the way it's been described by other people, is very high-end, and again, PwC pays well, um, you know, they, it's, it allows you to, you know, live a good lifestyle, so, I'm, I'm almost positive that that's why that cop lived in that building, for that purpose, um, and so what I think happened is she just took it upon herself because she's a cop and you're going to respect her authority to go up there and deal with this noise complaint with her gun, with her little punk ass with her gun and shot this man. Um, and I think it's inter- another reason I don't think she's going to get away because almost instantly, almost instantly, all the neighbors, the people in the building were like, no, because I heard this and I heard that and she her story kept changing and she said the door was ajar and one of the white ladies, white regular white lady, this is Dallas, um, 
uploaded a video. She was like, yeah, first of all, the door's open with key fob, so, you know, you can't, it's not like you can jimmy the door or anything. It's like, you know, the hotel key fobs, and then she was saying that the doors are magnetized because this is a luxury building. And she videotaped it. She was like, hmm, let's see if the door could possibly be ajar. A so she came, in the, she came in the apartment, her apartment. She filmed the door. She just flung the door, like, wide open, and they watched as the door closed, and it slammed shut, and it was secure. And she was like, yeah, there's no way the door is ajar. These doors don't go ajar. There's a safety feature here. They're automatically, they swing back, and they're magnetized. So it, no way. She was like, I get locked out all the fucking time. <laughs> she was like, it's no way the store is ajar. Regular people were like, mm-mm, I heard banging, that's a bunch of bullshit, so, you know, they trying to say they found weed in this apartment, some people think it was planted, I don't know if it was planted or not, I really don't think it matters whether it was planted, because th- that has nothing to do with why she was in his apartment, like, I, I don't care if they found 10 keys of cocaine in his apartment, that's not what she came there, she claimed she thought she was in the wrong apartment, so you thought she was in the wrong apartment, what was in that apartment has no bearing on that, you didn't say you came to the apartment to serve a search warrant for, you know, uh, probable cause that, that narcotics were going to be on the premises, and as you entered, you know, the person fired you or whatever, you didn't say that, you said that you thought you were in your apartment, so I, whatever was in that apartment that was not that mistake of fact, weren't true that you made, whatever was in that apartment has no bearing on that fact, because you thought you were in your apartment, so um, you know, the police go into default lying mode she's saying things like, oh well he didn't obey a law, you could just, when people get used to telling the same lie, and get used to getting away with it, and that's what this is, this is a fucking dumb cop, white cop doing dumb white cop shit, and they just running down the checklist of shit that usually gets away with it, but this ain't gonna work this time, because talking about she issued a lawful order, first of all, it's not possible that you issued a lawful order, because for you to issue a lawful order, you'd have to be lawfully in my premises, which you were not, so no order you gave me would be lawful, and nor, regardless if it was lawful or not, nor would I be required to follow it, because again, you're in my house, you're trespassing, you're on my property, with no reason, so, you know, I'm I'm interested to see how this is going to turn out, because last I heard, you know, she got charged with manslaughter and is out on bail, but last I read, the prosecutor said that he wants to charge her with murder, which I think is the proper charge, manslaughter means, so they're murdered, one of the reasons why, when, um, you know, different tweets or reports or whatever get reported, a lot of people take issue with the way things are phrased, but things are phrased the way they are for legal reasons because murder has different degrees first degree murder is premeditated murder, which means it was premeditated with malice of forethought, which means you planned and the planning depends on the state but most places, the planning doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to be days and days and days although that is a mitigating factor I mean, uh, uh, um, days and days of planning makes it worse for you, because that means you really meant to do it, but it could just be a few seconds, it could be the time it takes you to come in, you know, say whatever you said, this nigga not following your directions, he's not respecting your authority, so you decide you're gonna pull out your gun and shoot him, that, that instant that you decide that, that's enough for, for premeditation, the point is you, you thought about it, you reflected on it, and you did it, that's first degree murder, anything below that is manslaughter, voluntary, involuntary, reckless endangerment, all kind of stuff, so a lot, so, a lot of times when people be like, oh, it's murder, no, not necessarily, depends on the facts, 
they're charging her with manslaughter because they're trying to so manslaughter means yes you killed a person um you know you, you killed a person through your deliberate actions but you didn't premeditate it so like I don't know let's say you walk into an apartment that is yours let's say you walk into an apartment that is yours you have no idea no that's not a good because that would be self defense let's say you walk into somebody else's apartment you, are, you think you're for some wild ass reason you think you're in your own apartment because I don't know everything just looks exactly the same and everything smells the same and it just it looks exactly like your apartment and you walk in and you see a person step out the bedroom and rush at you and just you know cause you think you're in your apartment you think you're being you know attacked you I don't know you, you, you all tussle you throw that person over and you know he goes to a glass table and cuts his neck Technically, you could argue that's self-defense, but if that doesn't work, that you that would be that would be considered um, voluntary manslaughter because you didn't premeditate it. You did kill the person. You purposely threw them over. You meant for them to crash at that table. You hoped that you know maybe they would die. He did happen to die. It's manslaughter. It's not you didn't you didn't go to that apartment to kill a person. You didn't decide you to kill a person. You had no chance to form the intent to kill a person other than. You know, you're just trying to get them off you. Involuntary manslaughter is like an accident. So, like, that shit, that real famous case with um, the basketball player who was playing with the shotgun. He didn't know it was loaded. He went and twirled it, and boom, he killed the limousine driver. That's involuntary manslaughter because he didn't he, he didn't even mean to kill him. He's just playing around, and somebody ended up dead. So, I mean, it's still, it's still to charge you with something because you killed the person, but, like, there was no intent. You didn't even, you, it wasn't voluntary. Like, you just was fucking up, and you fucked around, and you killed this man. So, they're charging her with manslaughter, which, so basically they're saying her story is that she went into what she thought was her apartment and saw a person. Nonsense. I think, and most people think that she went up there specifically because she was pissed at that man, and she had her gun, and she had her uniform, and he probably told her to get the fuck out of his apartment, and she shot him and killed him. That's what I think happened, and I think murder is the proper charge, and we'll see what happened. They said that they executed a search warrant on, on his apartment, which is odd to me because the search warrant is, you issue a search warrant because of the Fourth Amendment right to privacy, but a, a dead person doesn't have a right to privacy. It's just a crime scene. So, um, you know, that's that's strange to me. It could be a few things. A lot of people seem to think, oh, well, you know, it's it's the jig, because they're trying to say, it could be, but it could also be because they know that they want to charge her with something more, or they don't believe her story, and so they don't want any problems at all, so like, you know what, we don't want nobody to say that, you know, we didn't, we went into the apartment with no kind of, so we just gonna get a search warrant, yes, he's dead, because honestly, when you're dead, you're, there's nobody to probably, the landlord can let you in, and it's a crime scene, you don't need a search warrant for a crime scene, but it is a person's abode, so maybe they just like, you know what, we just want to cover all bases, we're going to get a search warrant, we're not just going to walk in here, because we don't want no issues, we don't want no problems, I don't know, we'll see, but I did think it was odd that they executed a search warrant on his apartment and not hers, maybe they did issue one on hers, and they're just not telling us, I don't know, but I did read that the prosecutor wants to push her charges up to murder, which is a good sign, because usually the prosecutor is like, you know, in cahoots with the police and helping them get off, but it don't sound like this is the case, and again, I think it's because in America, still on today, even with this ass hat in office, people's homes are something that is respected, you can't just walk in somebody's house and kill them, still in America, 
that's a line that most people recognize, like, wait a minute, that nigga was in his house, you can pull, you can drag that nigga out of his house, shoot him in the driveway, shoot him in his yard, but you can't shoot a nigga in their house now, <laughs> that's, 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 that's something that is, that is a hard line that everybody understands, um, so, you know, I'm gonna follow that, but I really, I it's, they're gonna have a, if they're gonna try to smear him or, or make this cop seem like she was justified, they're gonna have a hard time because that man working at PWC is like working at uh, I'm trying to something that y'all would understand like like working in the White House like the level of vetting that a person has to go through, you ain't can't be no thug you can't have no problems you got hired by them companies those are the elite, so it, you know it'd be trying to paint somebody that, you know worked in the Oval Office for Obama or somebody like that as, as a street thug who sells weed on the side you know what I mean, like it'd be, it's gonna be very hard so we'll see um yeah, you know, I, I just I don't even know what to say anymore because I would say, oh we gotta pass it up, but we know who's in the White House and again, you know we gonna see what happened with these midterms but I, I'm not counting on that shit um we doing bad, America. We doing bad. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't even watch the news or follow that shit no more. This shit with Kavanaugh, I ain't even paying no goddamn attention because I don't think it's gonna make a difference. Um, we we doing bad. Um, real quick, this Woody Allen article that came out, and I think the New Yorker. I like the New Yorker. It's a publication I read. Um, I used to subscribe to it, but you know, nigga got too many subscriptions, and you know, enough articles come across the TL that I don't really need description no more, but I really, um, it's a magazine that I like, I think it has good articles, but this thing they produced this week on um, Woody Allen and his stepdaughter wife was some trash. And not only was it trash, I just, you know, I just don't understand what, how people think things like this are a good look. Like, we are in the Me Too stage where people are really, like, trying to push back against fuck shit, trying to get these sexual abusers and sexual molesters and rape this and all this shit out the paint. Why you think it's a good time to write an article about how, you know, oh, your stepdad who married you didn't really abuse you because, you know, it was consensual and it's really your mom who actually divorced him for marrying his stepdaughter that was the real abuser. Like, these people are tone deaf and they have like no self-awareness and I just don't understand how you stick your head up and look around and think that that was a good idea, like I do not understand it, Sean Penn you know, oh the Me Too is dividing men and women, like you sound like a fool like first of all, why do y'all keep asking men about this this is not a man issue they, they don't have opinions, any man who, who has an opinion on Me Too is not somebody you should speak to because there, any man has any this is what I, this is this is what really irritates me and I ain't trying to be a pick me or nothing like that cause fuck these niggas all day these niggas is ashy I don't give a fuck about none of y'all y'all know but there are millions and millions and millions of men who go their whole lives never accused of rape never accused of any like sexual impropriety whatsoever they go their whole lives 
never accused of these things, never even close to these things. And so this notion that these fucking fuckboys want to put out there this like, oh, somehow this is just such a big imposition on men and men just don't know what to do and what, should, what can we say and oh my god, this is just such an uh, upheaval against what a man is because people are saying, please don't fucking rape me, please don't fucking molest me, please don't fucking push yourself on me when I'm clearly not interested, please don't do that this is just such a, a, a fucking glitch in the matrix that nobody can just fucking function in society, and oh my god, what are you talking about like if I was a man, I would be insulted by that, like I don't understand why more men are not insulted by that, and I'm and I, I mean I do, I understand why the ones who push back, push back, because they fucking perverts too and they do that shit too and they trying to cover their ass because they fucking slime balls too yeah, we know that, we not talking about them niggas, but the rest, the millions and millions and millions, I have many, I was raised by a man, I have many male friends, relatives, whatever, who have never, ever, ever been accused, and would never, would never be, first of all, would never be in a position to be accused, because they just wouldn't, and just have never, and I don't understand why y'all are not embarrassed, and I, why y'all don't push back more, why do y'all sit and let these niggas that y'all know are creep ass niggas, say the shit they say and do the shit they do, and just sit in silence, why don't you think that's a reflection on you, because it is, if it was me I would be I would be upset, like nigga I'm out here, you know what I mean get, doing doing how you gotta do you know, like I take them out, whatever I get curved, sure everybody get curved, everybody don't like me so what, that's life, like you don't get to just fucking take shit that's not offered to you like, hey, niggas, she don't like you. All right, move on to the next one. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't understand why more of y'all are not like that. Like, like, what kind of nigga are you? Like, you just think, oh, well, you know, I, I you know, I got this movie and everything, but, I mean, unless you fuck me, you can't get a role. Like, that's cool. Y'all don't, y'all don't think that shit is lame? That's lame nigga shit. Like, nigga, like, you out here, you getting haircuts, you going to the gym, you trying to get a good job so you can have a little bit of change, you dress nice, you get your little abs tight, try to look nice, try to be decent, so that these fucking broads will like you and, and, and go out with you and maybe one of them marry you, maybe one having your big fucking nappy head ass kids, and, and it, ain't, it don't bother you that it's just you can creep niggas out here doing just creep shit, like, that don't, and, and thinking ain't nothing wrong with it, like, oh, well, that bitch, I mean, you know, she ain't wanna go with me, so, you know, I just got her drunk and did it anyway, like, y'all, that shit would, that shit would, that shit would be insulting to me, like, I would be upset about it, and I don't understand why y'all just stand back and don't say nothing, unless, unless it's, you know, happens to one of your relatives, and all of a sudden, you know, now he come out the shotgun, like, I don't understand why you can't just object to it, because, you know, you don't act like that around other human beings, I don't know what's going on, I don't know, the way y'all are raising these boys are trash, the way y'all are socializing these men are trash, because they just, they, I just, I don't understand it, like, I don't understand, it's, it's not hard to be a decent human being, it's really not, I don't want to hear about how you got a mother, you got a sister, you got, why does, why do you have to have a personal relative for you to understand that it's not right to touch a woman that doesn't want to be touched, to force yourself upon a woman that doesn't want to be forced upon, to to take something from a woman that is not offered to you. Why do you have to have a mother, son, daughter, mother, daughter, sister, niece, whatever the fuck? Why do you have to have that to understand? Who raised you? What raised you? And I just I don't I don't I don't get it. If I was a man, I would be insulted. 
And I and I would I would be yelling louder than anybody. Like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? This it's not no assault or no manhood. I'm a fucking man. I don't rape women. I don't assault women. I don't take shit that's not offered to me. Like, nigga, get you some game, get you some rap, get stop being a fucking loser, learn how to fucking communicate and fucking function in society like a normal fucking human being and and stop being this fucking pervert fucking I don't know what that you are because that shit is bullshit. That shit ain't no reflection on men. It ain't no for oh, this is dividing men and women. Look, nigga, if not wanting to be raped, not wanting to be grabbed, not wanting to be insulted, not wanting to be pressured to do shit I don't want to do means that when men and women get separated, then we we just need to be separated. My theory, anyway, is that the whole world got it wrong, and men's women supposed to be with women, and men supposed to be with men, and we only supposed to cross to re- reproduce, and not at the rate we are. Too many motherfuckers on this planet now. That's what I think the the, the creator had in in mind. And these fucking white people got it fucked up. But whatever, I ain't gonna argue. But I just know that to be a fact. That's why you men's, that's why your fucking G-spot is in your asshole, and that's why women's is where it is, and y'all can't find it. Because that ain't what got intended. But whatever. I ain't trying to argue with niggas. That's just my theory. Um, but yeah, like, that that whole article was trash. I like, I don't, don't... Like, what do y'all think, like, how y'all think y'all gonna go down in history? Like, yeah, there was this whole movement where, you know, women were finally standing up and being like, yeah, we never, oh, the good old days, and that's the way it used to be, and, you know, women didn't used to mind. No, women did mind. Women always minded. They just never had the power and the autonomy to push back, and now they do, and so they're pushing back, and they're saying, yeah, that way it was all them times before, that was not right then, and it's not right now. We're just saying something now, because we have the ability to say something now. And, you know, I just don't know how y'all think y'all gonna, like, this fucking dumbass bitch that's married to, um, the CBS dude, she signs off with, like, with his last name, like, I guess, oh, you fucking whores, I'm, I'm standing with the sexual abuser, I'm standing with the sexual molester, ha ha, show you, like, what? what point are you making, like, you think that, like, you think you're gonna go down in history, oh yeah, and then we had these women who stood on the side of sexual abusers, and they're so brave, and, like, I don't understand what y'all point is, like, I don't understand what y'all end game is, you want, like, look, first of all, y'all bitches are really just supporting your way of life, and we know that, you don't wanna fucking get divorced, you don't wanna leave him, cause then you have to fucking earn your own fucking money, and take care of your own fucking self, and you don't wanna do that shit, so fine, then stay the fuck quiet, you don't have to speak up and be loud, wrong, and ignorant, you can just stay silent, let that nigga fend for himself, why don't y'all ever let these niggas fend for yourself, because when the shoe, them fucking men don't defend you, them motherfucking men throw their hands up and act like they don't have no control, and oh, that's, I ain't got nothing to do with that, they don't never come to y'all defense, but here y'all come running every time on some stand by your man bullshit, that nigga don't never stand by you though, so, I don't know, I just, it's a clown shit, and I don't know why everybody just determined to be on the wrong side, I don't know why everybody just determined to be a clown, I don't know why everybody just determined to be loud and wrong, shutting the fuck up is always free, whenever I'm in a position, and I've been in this position before, where maybe I don't necessarily agree what's going, what's going on, maybe I think what's going on is fucked up, but I really ain't got no power either way, no, ain't like me, you know, standing up and saying, this is wrong, it's gonna change anything, all it's gonna do is get my black ass in trouble, you know what I do, I'll shut the fuck up, but I'm not gonna be out on the front line defending no shit, or having some shit to say, or, well, let's see the other side of it, no, I'll just shut the fuck up, like, well, this situation right here, is fucked up, but it ain't nothing I can do about it, so I'm gonna shut the fuck, that's my favorite, that movie Broke Back Mountain, that's my favorite line for him, when he was like, look man, when shit is fucked up, you either got to figure out if you can change it, and if you can't change it, then you gotta fucking bear it, and that's the goddamn truth, and so like, you know, I just, 
I just like shutting the fuck up is free. Just shut the fuck up. Like okay, he he did what he did, whether you believe it or not. Like I don't let these niggas fend for themselves. Let these niggas talk for themselves. Don't help them out. Let them get. And if they keep digging a hole, then let them keep digging a hole. Everybody can't make it. Everybody ain't gonna make it. Some of these motherfuckers refuse to grow. They refuse to learn. They wanna be stuck in their old ass ways. Then they, you know, they just got to fall by the wayside. That's why we can't ever move on. Cause you're always trying to drag motherfuckers along. Leave these motherfuckers behind. You gotta, you gotta trim the herd. You gotta trim the herd. All right, that's enough on that. On to this other Nichols Minaj that I thought I had dragged completely last week. Apparently not. So now she got this Diesel, and my dumb ass, I had saw it real quick. I was looking for Dolce and Gabbana Gucci. I should have known it wasn't gonna be no fancy shit like that. This shit is a Diesel ad. Who the fuck wears Diesel anymore? But whatever. Nichols Minaj got this Diesel ad. Where, you know, she has a jacket with words like faggot and, uh, what is it, uh, you know, she's, she's fucking Jesus Christ, everybody throwing stones and arrows at her, she's always the victim, so she has that shit written on the jacket, that's all I want to say about this, um, y'all can't reclaim, straight people, y'all can't have faggot, y'all can't reclaim it, y'all can't use it, it just works like nigger. The gays, we can use it if we want. We use it in different ways. We have different contexts. If I want to call myself a faggot, or if I want to say faggot to another gay, I can do that. Y'all can't do it. Y'all can't play with it. Y'all can't reclaim it. You can't st- put that shit on your jacket and be like, oh, let's be, you know, controversial. No, no. It's a no. You can't do it. You don't own it. You don't, you don't, you don't experience the suffering and the, and the, and the, um, what is it, the, the, the rejection and the judgment and the, and the, you know, just shit that gay people go through, get LGBT, what, Q, whatever, all them, all them letters, elemental P, go through every day. You don't bear the pain, you don't bear the burden, so you can't have the word, you can't repurpose it, and you look like a fucking fool out here with goddamn faggot spray painted on your jacket, you dumb bitch. You're not a member of the LGBT, you are fake bisexual, you're not a member of the LGBT plus community, okay, I'm in these little fucking, I'm going to use it fags, because I, I can say it in that context, are still hyping you up at barbs and telling you, yeah, go Nikki and fuck that Cardi bitch and all this, your little fucking juvenile fans tell you that you are, you are not, you are not bisexual, you are playing the game, which I don't like, and you can't have faggot, and you look like a fucking fool, and all you little fucking stupid ass fans that hyping you up, and fucking telling you all this whack shit you doing is cool are, fuck them too fuck all of y'all and I hope, I hope hope it makes you sick, what's that song um what's the song, I hope uh, hope it makes you, whatever, y'all know the song where the white boy be talking about, yeah I hope it gives you hell, that's it that um, supposedly Cardi is being discussed to join Maroon 5 in the Super Bowl show, I hope she get it, and I hope your ass be at home sick, sick to death, because like I said last week, and I continue to say, all y'all people talking about Nichols Minot is on a, le- on, on a level of a, a, a Beyonce or a Rihanna, I don't agree, I don't see in what way she's on their level, I don't see any accolades, any numbers, any statistics anywhere that puts her on, the, on that level, and I also think that Cardi has already surpassed Nicki, because again, Nikki ain't got one album that's as good as Invasion of Privacy, and Cardi is just going up from here. Nikki is way past her peak, and I, and she ain't dropped nothing better than that Monster Verse since. And I I don't see it for, her, and I and I don't 
I don't, I don't, I just don't see it, and I definitely don't see her on no, I don't know what y'all be talking about with that shit, um, I don't know in what way she could ever be compared to a Rihanna, or even a Beyonce, at all, sorry, other than she was in a video with Beyonce, that was it, and that song was trash, and y'all all know it, well, people that besides the Beehive, who don't admit nothing, um, was trash, so, yeah, I don't see it, fuck her, fuck that ad, fuck all her little dumbass fans too um, the Emmys fell asleep, I, I, so you know, the devil was trying to devil, devil stays busy, and he's trying to he's trying to tackle me down this week with this cold but um, I felt, I don't know I don't know what happened, like, well I think I, I think I do, for some reason when I sleep with a fan, like y'all know it's been like kind of humid this week this day was, today was actually a nice temperature but it's been kind of humid, it's been like 74, 75, but it's been humid as fuck, so it feel like almost 90, and so, but I didn't want to turn the air on, cause, you know, it wasn't quite 80, that's my rule, so I sleep with the fan and, I don't know, some, for some reason when I sleep with fans, I wake up with colds and so I woke up, with a little sniffle a little sneeze, and I'm like, okay a cold is trying to set in not today, Satan, cause y'all know colds when the weather is warm, I know it's summer's over, but it's still, you know, it's not super cold, where you can bundle up and do all the shit you gotta do, it's, it's hard to get rid of colds in temperatures like these, so I was like, not today, Satan, so you know, I, I knock my NyQuil out, I'm take my vitamin C, and I've been going to bed super early, like almost as soon as I get in the house, basically I just take that NyQuil and just knock out and get all the sleep I can, so I missed the Emmys but, you know, I heard ain't nobody black win except for Tandy, which, good for Tandy Newton, you know, I hate Westworld, but I did, you know, I watch it for the blacks, basically, I watch it for her, and I watch it for Tessa, and so I'm glad she won, um, and then, but, I heard, like, all that amazing, amazing Miss Maisel shit, listen, that's, white folks love some old, dry, nostalgic bullshit, I watched, I tried to watch that shit, I was like, this is horrible, that shit is dry as fuck, but that's just, just like the, um, La La Land, just, just the type of shit that white folks love awarding themselves for corny white bullshit, and that is some corny white bullshit, I can't believe it won all the awards, anyway, so, I didn't see it, but I heard it was whack, um, so Insecure, watched it, so Lawrence is still back, yuck, but it seems like it's not gonna be a back and forth between him and Issa, it looks like, you know, Issa's finally over him, thank God, thank the God, I don't need him on the show at all, but, you know, as long as it's not gonna be a back and forth, I still find him as an interesting character, is the issue, and I don't really care about the the peripheral characters, I only care about Issa and her core crew, and their, and their shit, I don't care about the peripheral characters at all, um, so yeah, that was that was the Lawrence recurrence. So I went to see last weekend the Nun. I was super excited to see the Nun because I think the um, Conjuring series is like if y'all saw Conjuring one or Conjuring two, really good. I think those are like premier. Um, I told somebody like in the past like twenty years has been like I think the like the best horror series that has come. Um, horror, not you know the Saw and all that dumb shit. I'm talking about like those. Axe Murder movies, but as a series of movies, which The Conjuring is I think it's been the best one the second one, the first one, they're really good so The Nun is the third one in the trilogy, previews look really good, I was excited, wanted to go see it, man, that shit was medium mild sauce I was so disappointed, it was even that scary, like it was, you know how you go see movies sometimes, and like all the best parts of being the previews 
it was the nun was kind of like that. Like a lot of this, a lot of the shock and the scare was already in the previews. I mean, it's just, it wasn't that, I was just like, this is it. Like after the con, so basically the, so the conjuring one deals with, um, this family that moves into this house and the house is haunted. So they bring in the, um, paranormal people and the lady, when she's in the house, she gets rid of, you know, the ghost that's in the house or the spirit that's in the house or whatever. But as she's doing that, she um, sees something else that terrifies her, that, like, makes her scream and holler and just terrifies her. And they never say what it is, and the husband talks about it. She, he's like, yeah, I don't know, but she never told me what it was. And then so, and then the second one, second conjuring, um, we start seeing this nun. And this nun appears in the house um, in her house and in this other in the other house is being haunted and we keep seeing this nun and so it turns out that the nun is like this demon I'm not gonna say his name <laughs> I'm super I'm superstitious I, you know the shit is movie but I don't fucking play around I don't be saying no demon names but it was a name of a demon right and in Catholicism and in the exorcist um, canon the way you cast out demons is you have to say their names like you have to name the demon itself in order to cast it out or call it forward, that's why people be like I'll play around with that voodoo shit, y'all white people be playing around and saying all them words, you don't know what the fuck you say I'm moving people's mummies and shit and reading out the book it's forbidden to read from the fucking book, bitch because you don't know what's in there and you fucking saying shit and calling it forward, so um, but it turns out that this nun was this demon spirit, so she and she couldn't, she knew she she couldn't figure out the name, and then the whole movie she went through and she realized that she did know the name and she figured it out and she sent the demon back to hell, so the nun though is before both of those movies and it kind of shows where the demon and the nun came from and so they go to this abbey in like um the 50s I think, it's abbey in um, in um, Romania that um like some some medieval, like the guy who built the castle whatever in the 1400s or whatever built it and got into witchcraft and like called this demon forward and so ever since then they, you know, the, the nuns have been in there praying, praying constantly, 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 constantly to keep this demon in. And then World War II came and dropped bombs and shit on the church and it disrupted their praying. And so the demon was allowed to come up. And um, in the beginning of the scene, like you see these two nuns who turns out the last two nuns in the, in the seminary walking toward this door that says, um, what's it say? God ends here or something like that. Yeah. God ends here. And, um, so the one nun, the older nun, walks, she opens the door, and the younger nun is like, oh my god, are you sure this is the only way we can't, she was like, this is nothing else what we gotta, you know, there's nothing else we could do, it's just us two. So the older nun goes into the, to this, past this door, whatever it is in there grabs her, and so she, she yells to the other nun, like, yo, you know, you gotta run, this demon needs a vessel, he got me, don't let him get you too. So the other, the other nun, takes, you know, listens, thank God, because you know, and runs and hangs herself, so that the demon, so this scene, you see, like, the demon has taken, taken the body of the nun, and he's approaching the room where she's in, and the nun goes and hangs herself, so he can't get her, but he already got the nun by, which I didn't get, because I was like, alright, well, he already got a vessel, but whatever. I guess, if he would've got her, he would've been able to leave the abbey. So, you know, she kills herself, which brings in the Vatican, so the Vatican sends the priest, and then they send this nun who hasn't taken her vows yet because she has visions. And so the whole thing is them trying to battle this nun and get this demon back to hell. 
and it just was not scary. Like, it, like you kind of could, you. I kind of figured. So they kept showing these different nuns, but I kind of figured that I was like, ah, I think those are ghost nuns, and it was just, it was just obvious. You could tell what was going on. They was trying to make it super scary, but like if you've seen the Conjuring one, you've seen the Conjuring two, you know what the nun looks like. So they kept like trying to show the nun. Like, it's supposed to be super scary, but it's like, alright, we know the nun, we seen the nun, like, the nun was scarier in the second one, because you didn't know what it was, and like, they were only, like, they would show, like, when she came into the hallway with her daughter, her daughter was like, who's that, mommy, and mommy looked, and the nun was at the other end of the hallway and walked off, like, that was scary, but in this movie, the nun just kept popping up, and it was like, oh, it's the nun again, (laughs) like, oh, here go the nun. Oh, the nun around the corner. Oh, the nun had grabbed a leg. Like, the nun just was everywhere. <laughs> the nun was out in the yard, because one dude that um, took him there, he ended, He tried to help him, and then, like, he got outside, and the nun was outside. Like, the, the um, people in the village had put, like, crosses up around the church to keep the evil in. So the, the, the um, spirit couldn't get past these crosses, but these crosses was, like, out in the yard. So it was a little area where, so he was outside, now here come the nun outside. He see the nun, and I'm walking around outside. Then the nun tried to get him. He crawls into, he crawls into the, the yard. He figures out that the nun can't come past the crosses, so he grabbed one of the crosses for himself. He was like, alright, that part was funny. He grabbed the cross, his big-ass cross, and held it. He was like, alright, alright. So he's backing up. With, he had the cross on his own, holding it, like, alright, bitch, alright. And he went back to the village with this cross. And he was just walking around with this cross, like, all I know is this bitch cannot come past this cross. So that part was kind of funny. Um, but it was just mild. Like, oh, I could have watched that on cable. I thought it was going to be so dope. But it just, it was all right. I mean, of the three, it was the least scary. It was the least, like, suspenseful. It was the least interesting. And, I mean, they basically, so they took it up to, so what you realize at, at towards the end is that's what the lady saw. So at the, at the first conjuring where, um, so they show, so what happens is, the guy with the cross ends up going back into the church to save the priest and the and the nun, and he ends up he gets them out. But we find out that actually the nun, you know, it needs a vessel. The nun actually got into him, and so they thought they had got rid of the nun and everything. But no, it actually went into the student. And so that took you up to the first conjuring when they show that film in the first conjuring where they sh- like the beginning of the conjuring where the mom is sitting in the um in the seminar and they're showing the um the film of the exorcism that they prepared that they did that they did and the one that scared the mom so bad and it turns out that the exorcism that they did that scared the mom so bad was the guy from the convent so the nun had gotten to him she was doing the exorcism on him and that's when she saw the nun so that's the first time she saw the nun so that's what made her super scared so they took it up to the first conjuring which was kind of cool so you saw okay okay I see where this is going but it was it was it was not that I was disappointed. I was like, man, I thought this shit was gonna have me like shit in my pants, and I was in there like, <sighs> I think I only jumped twice, once like, I actually didn't even jump because after a while you could kind of tell what they were doing, like the camera trick they were doing. So that what they would do is they would use the camera to focus you in one direction, and then the jump would come from the other direction. So after they did that like twice, you got used to it. So like, all right, they got us staring down this hallway, so we know that the whatever the nun, because it was always a nun, she gonna either jump out from the side or she gonna jump out from the back, because that's what they do. And so after like the second time, that wasn't even scary because you like, all right, here this bitch gonna come from the side. Oh, this bitch gonna come, they looking down, so this bitch gonna come from the top, you know what I mean, like, it was just it was, it was, it was mid I was disappointed, I really was ready to be scared as fuck um, so, 
so far the best scary movie of the year was Hereditary. I don't know if y'all, I know y'all probably didn't go see that, but that was that was the best scary movie of the year. It was way better than The Nun. So if you haven't seen that, um, you know, I don't know, it might be on cable by now. I suggested that was actually pretty good with Tony Collette. It was actually really good. The end was kind of, I don't know, out of left field, but it still was a good movie. So, yeah, um, that's it. Genghis Kicks, I put, um, a whole bunch up last week. Um, I don't know what's, we going through like a ugly sneaker phase. Like, everybody putting out this remix bullshit. It's some, it's some, um, Jordans that are coming out. Jordan ones, they just different colors. Um, I don't know, I'll put them up. The green, pine green, and they got some court purple ones. Um, they got these blazers, new blazers that are coming out. Uh, I'll put those up. But, um, a lot of these shoes are ugly. Um, I don't know what's going on. Like, they gonna have to get shit together before Christmas, because this tacky era we in, it's just, just infiltrating everything. These fucking shoes are horrible, so... I don't know, I just put them three pair up. The blazer joints, they alright, they got a zipper on them. I don't know why you would... I don't know why you gotta mess everything up with a fucking zipper. But anyway, I, they alright. I'll put them up there. Um... Yeah, so that's it. This is episode 170 of Thanks for Asking Kel's podcast. Listen, rate me. I see y'all on there. Thank you. Um, you know, tell your friends. Um, everybody I talk to now, like, oh yeah, I'm familiar with your podcast, <laughs> which always shocked me because I know people listen, but I don't think people listen. So thank y'all. Um, and um, yeah, see you next week. Peace. <laughs>